All right, it is March 15th, 2021, and you are listening to the Reznov Podcast. It has officially been two or three months ever since I last recorded. I think the last podcast I did was uh, recorded in bed because my back was fucked up at the time. Well, my back is no longer fucked up. Uh, a lot of stuff has been happening, though, and I'd like to go over it here. Uh, I have no list in front of me. Um, this is just going off the top of my head, so please excuse me if this is all over the place. But if you've listened to the Reznov podcast before, you know that it's all over the place, and that's just what you're going to get. So, thank you for tuning in. Let me tell you what I've been doing. All right, last month, it, it, you know, like I said, it's March. What's the day today? Damn it. I just said it earlier. It's March 15th. Something crazy happened to me this month, this past, you know, in these last 14 days, my YouTube channel has gone from 500 subscribers to 5,000 something subscribers. And it's a uh, pretty level now. It doesn't seem like it's, uh, it's not growing very quickly anymore like it was, but that was just in like one week it went up to 5,000 because I was in a Mr. Beast video, uh, doing my musical improv, uh, stuff, um, uh, for, the, for a talent show. Didn't win that talent show, but a lot of people support me, uh, you know, came over to my YouTube channel after seeing my name in that video and subscribed to me. It's crazy. Um, I've been trying to figure out what to do with my content since then. How can I make the most of this? And uh, I feel pretty uh, happy with that. Um, you know, now I uh, kind of feel like I have to start uh, like a, a like I've got my foot in the door to having a career on YouTube. Uh, there's uh, clearly some things I've got to meet first, though. I've got to be able to get um, four thousand uh, uh, watch hours on YouTube before I can monetize, and I got to get myself all organized and situated and have a steady release schedule. Um, uh, it doesn't necessarily have to be like uh, super strict, but um, I, I do have to have it, like regular videos coming out if I'm going to really look at this as a career uh, path and which I do. I do want this to be a career path. I do want, you know, making content and stuff to be a career path and doing improv to be a career for me. Uh, even if that's entirely virtually, even if it's all on YouTube and it's, if it's all in VR chat, that's, uh, you know, that's honestly that's that's uh, all I ever wanted. This podcast is, uh, um, has mostly been about the McRib, and uh, I'm going to try not to go there today. Uh, I just really felt like I needed to give this uh, podcast a, uh, a new episode today. And, um, you know, uh, aside from the whole thing going on with uh, the, the Mr. Beast thing that happened, you know, me being in a Mr. Beast video, what has mostly been going on is I have gotten... Um, uh, quite a bit of uh, hardware. Uh, I, I was making music on VSTs going into my loop station and a voice effects pedal uh, in the mix as well. I have some reason went against that. Like I was pretty, pretty adamant about going with software only kind of tired of hardware. I don't know. I've had this trend where like, okay, so at first I, you know, growing up, I'm entirely software. 
software is uh, just the what I can afford, uh, easiest access to making music. You know, FL Studio, for example. Not everybody acquired it legally exactly, but I have the full version now. I can say today that I own FL Studio Signature Edition with all plugins. I never thought I'd be able to say that. Now, it, uh, um, I just... Uh, not because it's like extremely expensive or anything. I just didn't think I'd ever like buckle down and have the responsibility to actually buy it. So um, anyway, I have done that. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I've uh, set the laptop aside uh, now because I have all my instruments, uh, all my all the stuff I use sitting on a desk here. And um, what what first happened is I got the voice effects pedal. Uh, that was the first uh, time I kind of went back to hardware, and I have that going into the loop station. Uh, then I really wanted some effects on the way out that were that was easy to manipulate in an XY pad format, uh, which of course would be the Chaos Pad. And uh, so I ended up getting the Chaos Pad and throwing that on the end there. And uh, uh, when I got the Chaos Pad, I was like, man, that thing looks so lonely. And like, I really like playing with this Chaosolator app on my phone, and I just wanted like a full chaosolator uh so i got the chaosolator to <laughs> to go with the chaos pad and uh recently um recently uh well when i got the chaosolator i still had the laptop set up and uh, i was using this uh software to run a uh, midi keyboard into it and uh control it outside of the xy pad format and uh so i got i really liked uh using it with the keyboard and I had the money and I have always wanted this other, um, well, I, I kind of wanted to get the laptop off my desk and I had the money and I kind of always wanted to get this other, um, synth, uh, called a micro Korg. And so I was like, well, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to go ahead and get the micro Korg and use that. Um, uh, let it replace my usage of, of, uh, VSTs and use the uh, MIDI out on it to control the Chaosolator, which required an extra cable from this place called Retro Kits. Uh, so I got that. And uh, so that was uh, probably the final, well, almost the final piece of hardware. The last thing was the, you know, since I had all this hardware sitting on my uh, tabletop here, I was like, damn, I don't have any kind of way to trigger samples. And. Oh man, I gotta tell you the story about this thing called the SP404SX. I first got into the SP404SX. This is a sampler. This is the last thing that I bought and added to my hardware setup here, all right? Uh, so I first bought the SP404SX in the middle of last year. Uh, because I was super into lo-fi and I wanted to make a lot of lo-fi beats. Like that was just, I, I just liked that lo-fi beats were essentially classic hip-hop beats. Um, I didn't really care to make the beats all sleepy and dreamy sounding though. I just wanted to make like classic hip-hop beats and I wanted to do it in a way that felt completely raw and natural. And the SP404 is pretty much the best way to do that. I mean, you can do it with an MPC. Um, but good luck getting the MPC at a cheap price today, like a classic one. And if you get a new one, they're pretty much just DAWs in a box. So you, you're, you might as well just get like FL studio and slap this, slap some kind of bit crushing, uh, um, plug in on it. I got one called Decimort made by D16. Pretty fucking awesome. Uh, but anyway, 
uh, this sampler, I bought it once. I wanted something else and I sold it to get the money to buy something else. Uh, I regretted selling it, bought it again, wanted to get something else. Uh, not, not to replace the SP404. Uh, I wanted to get something else. So I sold it and got something else. Okay. Uh, one of those times that I sold it, I was like, okay, screw hardware. I'm going full software. And I went to Ableton and got like a launch pad. And, um, I had like a, uh, a, uh, Novation. Is it Novation? Yeah. I had a Novation launch key, uh, pretty much just all stuff to go with Ableton. I had like the launch, uh, control, uh, faders and knobs and everything pretty much everything set up for ableton but all from novation because i was like a big novation head and all that um so i went full software and uh then i started to miss the sp404 again and uh so this is the third time i've gotten the sp404 you know i almost think that there's a fourth time in there but th this will be the third time and now i'm at a point where i can say 100 percent for sure absolutely positively not going to sell this thing ever again because it's the gray model it, it's the uh so they have like a couple models of the sp404 sx out right now they have the uh the uh gray model which um uh, kind of looks like the OG ones, but the OG ones have a little bit more of a, uh, a shinier finish. And they have the SP404A for the uh, IRA. It's like Roland's IRA line. They have like all these uh, different synths uh, that uh, all, I mean, I was going to say, well, they connect to each other, but of course they connect to each other. Everything connects to each other with MIDI. But their SP404, the SP404A is made to look like the IRA line. It's like black and green. Um, so this original like SP404 SX uh, kind of design, uh, the price has gone up on them. And uh, I will, if I sell it now, I'll probably never be able to get one again. Uh, not one that's completely new and only owned by me anyway, um, which I know I should be, uh, I should like getting used gear, but it's, I have a bad experience with used gear. Like I've, I've tried so much used gear and they almost always are missing things on them um are are malfunctioning in some way or they smell extremely like cigarette smoke and it causes me to have bad allergies so i avoid that i avoid um used gear unless i can like see that it's from a really really reputable source and that it you know that there's a chance they may have cleaned it up themselves like like for example the uh the micro cork i got uh this was open box uh it was coming from a pretty reputable chain um so i don't feel bad about that oh also i got a uh, i got a uh, midi uh, splitter that came from a uh, uh that one is that one is used and uh, i got lucky on that one that was that's pretty damn good buy uh and i have a little mixer that was used and it's a really good buy and i use it like non i'm using it right now it's it's part of this podcast <laughs> but yeah um anyway that was my uh, me rambling about all this music stuff for for so long, and I, I don't know if it matters to you or not uh, what I just talked about, but I needed to put an episode out uh, just to get uh, back started in the way of things here on the podcast. And I am going to be getting a um, different service uh, for podcasting. Uh, I may keep the Reznov podcast on the Anchor platform, and it'll push out to Spotify and and you know pretty much anywhere you listen to your podcast at. But there's this other uh, company uh, or other uh, service uh, that will let me publish multiple podcasts. 
And I do have a lot of ideas for different um, improv type podcasts that I'd like to do. So uh, that's something coming up. Uh, anyway, if you're listening, if you found this by way of just clicking around on my channel, everything, um, you know, and kind of checking out what I do and all that. Thank you so much for, you know, finding, your, uh, you know, stumbling on this podcast, finding it. And um, and if you're part of the for part of the group that subscribed to me and this whole 5000 sub things are. Uh, that I got recently, or if you're or even if you're uh, one of the OGs, you know, thank you so much for the support all the time, uh, you know, all this time and and this past week and and whenever you came in, thank you so much for being here. And I will have more podcasts regularly soon. And I am working out my schedule on how I'm going to keep um, doing this stuff. And I love doing this stuff. This is not a burden to me. It's just the part where I gotta think how to organize it is the burden but that's that's me with everything in life uh as far as doing this as far as doing the improv doing the work um you know doing the uh you know uh when i say the work i mean like video editing and and audio editing and stuff that stuff does not bug me at all i i love this stuff so thank you guys so much and follow me on twitter subscribe to me on youtube if you're not subscribed already and you know follow this podcast check out my music here on spotify uh god i have a tiktok now and i don't know what i'm doing on that i'm just being cringy on there i guess but hey thank you guys and i will catch you next time peace